0: I'm Rick Steves, and we're on the phone with author and activist Gloria Steinem right now on Travel with Rick Steves. Her bestseller, My Life on the Road, describes her adventures around America and around the world, and how her father nurtured a love of travel from an early age. Gloria, it sounds like you've probably spent, what, about half your adult life on the road. What's a practical tip you might have for us about how to make the journey itself more interesting? How do you deal with all those plane rides you have to take?
1: Well, I think if you kind of look at everybody on the plane is a little society in which everybody's playing a role. And you can kind of figure out who are the business people and who is the flight attendant who has been doing this all her life and who is the new one. And the people also tend to dress the way they are going, where they are going. You know, So mm-hmm. people in blue jeans are more likely to be going to L.A. People in suits are going to D.C., <laughs> there's even a weight difference. Have you ever noticed that? on, uh, uh, You know, people going to California way less than people going to the Midwest. You know, I'm way overgeneralizing.
0: No, but, but I've noticed but that. But just
1: observing is interesting.
0: What about, you've been in more hotel rooms, as you mentioned in your book, than the Gideon Bible. Um, <laughs> what's How do you settle into a hotel room?
1: Well, you know, the first thing I used to do is turn off the radio. You know how they frequently leave a radio on playing music. Yes, exactly. I used to just leap across the room and turn it off because I found it terrifically depressing. And it took me a long time to realize that since I didn't find a car radio depressing or the sound of television depressing, it was harking back to my childhood that the sound of the radio was the only sound in the apartment with my mother. So even something as simple as that can, if you follow it like a trail, you know, lead you back to a discovery.
0: I I think it's important if you're settling into a hotel to take a moment and and make it your own. Uh, Pick up all the advertising, turn off that radio if you want to, and and, then set it up.
1: Mm -hmm. You know, maybe bring something with you, a cup or a scarf or something or a candle, Yeah, something that can make it your own.
0: I've got a very old-fashioned alarm clock, and I just, even though I'm famous for packing light, i take that along even though I don't need it cuz it, it's just mm-hmm. my
1: No, that's interesting. I think that's true. We need some homey objects.
0: Yeah. You know, I could talk all day with you, but this book is really it's a beautiful thing that you've done because living on the road comes with so many souvenirs, not physical souvenirs, but souvenirs in outlook. Glory, when you look back on your lifetime of advocacy, all in all, how's the progress been for women?
1: Well, I think it's been much faster in a changing state of mind and a changing consciousness than I would have thought. Mm-hmm. So that now there is a majority support for all of the basic issues of equality, some of which weren't even in polls or even in in words when we started. Mm. But since we do have the majority, I would have thought that the remedies or the laws, the practices would have changed more. Mm-hmm. What I didn't account for is that we have a very imperfect democracy, to put it mildly, so mm-hmm. the majority will is not, only, not always what's expressed. And also that the advocates of the old way, of the old hierarchy, are quite fierce, and even though they are outnumbered, quite powerful and often have access to a lot of political contributions. Yeah. So on the one hand we're much further forward in consciousness than I would have thought and the other hand not nearly as far forward mm-hmm. in actual change of legislation how money and salaries are distributed, you know, how our police behave, you know, the kind of structures that there's less change than I would have thought.
0: This is Travel with Rick Steves. We've been talking with Gloria Steinem. Her book is My Life on the Road. And Gloria, you know, something fundamental in this book is just being a good listener as well as a good speaker, the people you meet, the stories you pick up in the travel. Could we just finish our our little uh, discussion here about your book with uh, the story that you tell so vividly about the woman with the big purple Harley motorcycle?
1: Oh, yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, perhaps your listeners know what I did not, which is that... There is in South Dakota this massive, massive yearly group of motorcycle riders from around the world—huge numbers, you know, literally hundreds of thousands—converge on these highways, which are so straight and so such a grid from mountains to meadow and so on that they're recognizable from outer space. <laughs> and there were a group of us who had come to a Native American powwow which was celebrating and trying to restore the equal position of women in society. So I couldn't, I, I couldn't figure out why there were all these folks in black leather and tattoos and chains and nose rings and so on on the plane. But once we got there, we discovered we saw motorcycles around all of the restaurants and so on along the highways. And we discovered that there were, you know, this was this huge, huge global motorcycle rally, which I have to say, even though we were strong, (laughs) daring women, we thought, kind of worried us because we'd seen movies we understood or thought we understood that motorcyclists were maybe a source of danger. So when on the last morning I went into the dining room of my motel trying to be calm and (laughs) open-minded in a room full of leather and chains and tattoos, I was totally surprised when a woman at the next table, an older woman, a biker, an older biker chick, <laughs> came over to me and said, you know, I really enjoy Ms. Magazine, she said. <laughs> I just sort of couldn't believe I was hearing this. And that she said her husband also read it sometimes now that he was retired. And it turned out she had recognized Alice Walker, who I was traveling with, which also I never would have imagined. But what you're speaking of is that she looked out the window and pointed me towards a purple Harley very proudly because late in her married life, she had finally been able to travel on her own motorcycle as opposed to on the back of her husband's motorcycle. And that was her purple Harley. She was very proud of it. And she said, oh, you should see my grandkids when grandma rides up on her purple Harley. (laughs) It made me, after she left, I thought, you know, we all have inside of us a purple Harley, a kind of freedom. Yeah. And we have only to find it and ride.
0: That is a beautiful, beautiful sentiment that comes across in every page of your book. Gloria Steinem, thank you for your tireless work, doing so much to make our society a better place for men and for women. Thank you so much. And best wishes. And
1: thank you for for loving the road, too. Thank you. Each year, Rick Steves Tour Guides take thousands of free-spirited travelers on escorted tours through Europe, one small group at a time. This year, you can choose from more than 40 different vacations in Europe's best destinations, from Ireland to Greece and practically everywhere in between. Begin your next trip ricksteves.com